Hello, my name is Adriana. I am nine years old. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I wrote a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to foster to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance, like my dad always says, keep the light on. Welcome to Wealth Won't Wait. This is an episode of Moments of Grace. On today, I wanted to talk with you about a new normal I feel that we're going to have after this pandemic is over. You know, um, change is inevitable. There are some things in our lives that are going to have to change. Regardless of how we feel about it, regardless of how we, we think about it, change is going to have to happen. You know, it's part of the human condition. It's, it's filled, it's saddled with changes, subtle changes sometimes, and, and sometimes overtly great changes. But the human condition is so resilient that we always adapt. That, that's part of our strength is that we adapt to change. We create our norm, normalities out of the fragmented pieces of our past. You know, when we lose a loved one, we adapt. There's been people that thought they could not survive a divorce, but they adapt. And even the loss of that perfect job, even if you were emancipated involuntarily, you adapted it. You know, these life changes create a, what I like to call for this episode, a new normal. The global pandemic is no different. We've had to change our ideology about what we consider our norms as a people and within internally, uh, what, what we consider normal. The truth is our norms are gonna change. Handshaking as a part of greeting and business and, and even talking to a stranger in the grocery store We'll take on a powerful conscious consideration before we do it now. You know, attending events with large crowds will have a greater significance in our social strata than it had before. As things become normal, we create narratives to make the changes palatable and to digest why we're going through this. And we also do it for the narrative for the next generation. You know, things happen at an internal and also in an as a extroverted way, extroverted way that changes out through the process of life. We can't avoid it, and the more we resist change, the tougher our lives become. It it just becomes part of our lives. And there's been things all through history, you know, even as we look at World War II, how much we have increased in our technology. Uh, you know, after during World War II, the radar was invented. 
the, the V2 rocket. You know, we, we came up with medicines that had never been invented before. You know, seasickness uh, medication and also uh, the anti-G suit for pilots as they're flying. You know, as the war ended in 1945, we had a host of inventions that were created out of great tragedy. You know, we had this marriott uh, of inventions that would make sure that life for humans would never, ever be the same. Moving into the next year, 1945, there was a man by the name of John Biggins out of Flatbush, New Jersey. Flatbush, excuse me, Flatbush, uh, uh, Flatbush National Bank of Brooklyn in New Jersey that I feel is accredited for something that's going to impact our lives after this pandemic in a, in a great way. Something that he's accredited for is going to help us to lead into our next phase of change. And for those of us that are investors, for those of us that look for those opportunities to invest, something that he's accredited for, I feel, is going to allow us to invest in a certain area in the market that I think is going to be integral. If you stay with me until after the break, we're going to share with you what John Biggins um, is credited for and four stocks, I believe, that are going to be great to own, great to have, also great to use after this pandemic. We'll be right back here on A Moments of Grace. Wealth won't wait. This episode the new normal after the pandemic. We'll be right back after these messages. There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country and this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book, to give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and this is a moment of grace. Wealth won't wait. 
this episode is the new normal. In 1946, a gentleman by the name of John Biggin came up with a um, came up with an idea. His idea was adapted in 1945 by the Dinner Club. John is accredited for the First Bank to have a charge-it program between the bank and its customers and the local merchants. Came up with a plan that, that you could get something on credit and his bank would back it even though you didn't have the money and you could just pay the bank. The bill, uh, the bank would bill the customer. So he's he's accredited with the first target program. The first um, company to use this in 1950, four years later, was the Diners Club. They actually had what was considered the first credit card in the nation. And from that, we know that the credit card in industry blossomed, bloomed in this capitalistic free market system. We know it has become either a good thing for some, and it's become a, you know kind of debilitating for others. But the, the credit card market, I really feel, is going to be our new normal. This cashless society we've been struggling to get towards since the inception of, of the credit card. And as we are capitalists, you know, we've seen the inference of Bitcoin and all of the things that have happened, you know, uh, the trying to kind of force us, you know, the, the Europe, the European union had the, had the, the, the one Euro, uh, that was a move towards a capital uh, towards a cashless society. Ever since the first credit was used in Assyria, Babylon and Egypt, um, you know, as a people, we're trying to circumvent what has been cash, you know, this credit issue, uh, this credit ideology since 3000 BC. We're trying to trying to avert that. And I feel that the four companies I'm getting ready to give you will help us to move into the new normal. And I'll share with you why. Because with the thought process now on the pandemic, washing your hands, what I have in my wallet, what I put in my wallet, I think that I think the centralized theme of our narrative is going to be how to control transference of of the disease how do I control um, receiving nine dollars with the possibility of a virus or the possibility of of something uh, attaching itself there that could be uh, life-threatening uh, studies show and you guys may or may not have known, known this, 
you know, but studies show that the twenty dollar $20 bill only eighty percent of twenty dollar bills, excuse me, twenty percent of twenty dollar bills in circulation have not been used for cocaine or drugs. You, you didn't know that, did you? That the twenty dollar bill that you have in your wallet, it's possibly unless it came straight from the bank to your wallet, if it's been in circulation more than two or three years, it's it's probably been used as a straw for somebody to use cocaine. That's that's the statistic. And so when we understand uh, something like that, that the residue from a material could still be on, on our money, I really believe that the banks, um, I really believe Congress, the World Health Organization, the other organization will are going to be pushing along with our own consciousness, our own thought process is going to push to go to a more of a cashless society. And, you know, some of the companies that we have, that I've looked at since the pandemic were not just, you know, the PPE companies. We, you know, those were some great companies to have some great companies that uh, did very well. You know, to uh, see a company that comes out of nowhere, and after all this is, is said and done, uh, probably 120, 140% um, uh, raise from where they started before all of this. But keep in mind the Walmarts, the, the Targets, um, some of the magnanimous things that have happened there, with them being some of the only merchants that are open, they have done real well along with a lot of the big box stores and grocery stores they've, they've done very well through this but there's a, another group that has done well because keep in mind now that we have been quarantined and you know for a certain amount of time um, you can't order stuff online with a dollar but you can order stuff online with credit and so James Biggin's invention of uh, credit and credit it is 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 what I feel is going to be the new norm for us credit cards and the three companies I have number one is is going to be PayPal love PayPal and I want you to understand uh, PayPal is phenomenal also PayPal own Zoom and Venmo. They're a, and everybody knows Zoom has had its issues, but at the same time, uh, there are more people using Zoom than there were before the pandemic. So Zoom is a is a, a, a powerful, excuse me, PayPal is a powerful company, uh, knowing that they are covered in, in concert with Zoom and also with Venmo. Venmo. Um, great great companies to have also the other company that i consider in the near future to do very well now let me back up and say um for our little um, home-based business we use primarily uh, also to pay us and to pay uh through our merchant account is, is paypal so paypal is is one of those before all of this was very intricate in what we did even in in our book sales and things of that nature we uh, use a lot of 
of PayPal to, to do that. I understand there's a small fee for using PayPal, but we're a society of, our mentality is everything is convenience. That's why convenience stores do so well. So PayPal is number one on our list. The, the other company I want you to consider, look at, research, do your due diligence, is Visa. Um, Visa is everywhere. Uh, you know, if you look in your, your wallet, you have um, either a uh, Visa, MasterCard, somewhere along those lines. Those two companies have done extremely well. And Visa's up 57% since the pandemic. 57%. Uh, it's done extremely well, and it's going to do even better. They have managed their money very well. Uh, the PE ratio is very, very good. Uh, it's a very well-run company. And so Visa is one of those companies that I think that as we move to a cashless society, is going to be intricate in our, in our new normal. Um, so Visa is another company. And again, you know, you, you have to do your own due diligence. I'm just telling you four companies, communities, four companies that I see as we go into our new norm of a cashless society as being strong in the market. The other one uh, that I have, and, and the user rate on this one is a little bit, they're a little pricey, but the services they offer are phenomenal, I think. Um, we've used them for years. Um, um, when I was looking for a merchant account, that point-to-point -point merchant account when I was on book signings, uh, this particular company was great. Great to use. Didn't mind, again, like I said, we love convenience. Didn't mind paying a little bit for what they offered and that was Square. I absolutely love Square. I think Square is one of those uh, potential companies that in the next 10 or so years will be a provincial giant. Very well run company. Also um, have, uh, I think it's also own Cash App. Uh, I know for millennials and younger people um, that don't use PayPal, it's kind of uh, the scenario that you either use PayPal or you're using uh, Cash App and Square. And so looking at Venmo, uh, PayPal owning Venmo and then Square owning um, Cash App, I think they are both set up very well for the future. And I think they're gonna be excellent companies to own. And then the last one we just talked about was um, MasterCard. Um, the MasterCard is a little bit pricey, uh, kind of a uh, elegant brand, but at the same time, as we are moving to a after coronavirus's new norm, I think MasterCard, um, you know, is going to be that provincial giant that's going to continue to stand head and toe. Uh, these new up and comers, you know, the PayPal's that we talked about, Venmo's, Square, and and um, and uh, Cash App um, have to come against the giants of Visa and Mastercard. But there's enough money out here. And again, as like I said, you know, whether you're doing Uber, uh, Lyft, whether you're Grubhubbing, or, or, or buying something on Amazon, all of these things that we're doing 
are done with credit cards. So as we move closer to shopping online, um, as we move closer to ordering food online, as we move closer to even our transportation being done online, um, there's only one way that we can do that, and that's through through a credit card that Mr. James Biggs, Biggins, um, uh, what he's been accredited for doing, he never would have thought in 1946 that this nation would be where we are with, with credit. And I won't even talk about credit card debt. That's for another lesson. But again, this is just for us to look at these four companies as we move to a cashless society. And I, I really feel it's coming because um, as we see, as we become more and more aware of what we have on us, what we come in contact with on a day-to-day -day basis, I think more and more people are going to move towards credit cards. Just think about it. You know, you get your gas, you don't want to go into the convenience store, you slide that card in debit. Doesn't matter whether it's a debit or credit card, you still slide it into that slot. Uh, you're in the grocery store, you're in, and now even uh, Walmart, and I don't want to endorse Walmart, of course, uh, they don't even, um, going into some stores, they don't even have um, cashiers any longer. They, you know, <laughs> the arrogance, <laughs> it is arrogant. The arrogance that I'm going to go in your store buy and you not have anybody to ring me out. So you not only uh, not only am I buying your stuff, but then I'm going to work on checking my own stuff out for you to have one person at the door to check me. Very very arrogant. That uh, you know they they and and I don't know if they saw what was going to happen prior to but they're moving more and more to those kinds of models that uh, there's no interaction with employees except checking your um, receipt. So uh, for a cashless society, for a social distancing perspective, uh, the, the, that, that Walmart model of shop, check out and go um, is probably going to be one of the models a lot of companies are going to adopt. As we have more and more people that's out of work, and I do want to cover this, people are not going to be out of work because of, of uh, there's no work to have. We're going to be out more out of work because of automation. And so as we become more and more automated, as we become more used to uh, this whole social experiment of social distancing and more and more companies doing that, you're not going to want to go through the hassle of using money. So it's just easier to pull out that credit card. So, well, that's my time. My time is up. Um, if you would like to comment on anything I talked about, please drop me an email at uh, ajrbutler at gmail.com or you can go to my website, drajrbutler.com. Love to hear from you and we would love to hear from you. And I want to thank you all so much for your support. I'm pretty that you're getting something from our discussions here on Moments of Grace. I know I'm really enjoying uh, having the opportunity to talk with you, to share some of my wisdom and knowledge with you. I know that kind of sounds arrogant. Uh, we used to do something on Periscope. It was just for fun, two o'clock in the morning called Wisdom on Steroids. And 
would just take questions from anybody if they had a question and and try to legitimately i didn't didn't took took it seriously but try to legitimately ask answer questions uh if i was asked them and so we uh try to use whatever god has given us to bless his children well my time is up i pray that you have an opportunity to look at those four stocks that we talked about um paypal visa mastercard and square i do believe they're going to be four giants in the next uh, next 10 years as we move to a cashless society uh, these are going to be giants in the financial industry and as i always say uh, thank you all so much continue to love god love life keep the light on we'll see you next time on moments of grace Thank you.